Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. It is Saturday, April 4th, and we begin by remembering our baptism. In Ephesians 5, 25 through 27, it says, Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. And so we make the sign of the cross in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our opening prayer this morning is, Take my life and let it be. Take my life and let it be, consecrated Lord to thee. Take my moments and my days, let them flow in ceaseless praise. Take my hands and let them move at the impulse of thy love. Take my feet and let them be swift and beautiful for thee. Take my will and make it thine, it shall be no longer mine. Take my heart, it is thine own, it shall be thy royal throne. Take my love, my Lord, I pour, at thy feet its treasure store. Take myself, and I will be ever, only, all for thee. Amen. We confess our Christian faith today using the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our scripture reading today is Psalm 91. Um, the president of the uh, Lutheran Church Missouri Synod has asked us to work on, or challenged us, I guess is a better way to say it, has challenged us to memorize Psalm 91. So I'm going to read it just straight through today, and all through next week, uh, we will meditate on portions of it, and uh, um, I encourage you to take up the challenge to memorize this beautiful psalm, or at least part of it. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the, the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. 
because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. One of the things to notice about the psalm uh, is that Hebrew poetry doesn't work the same way that English poetry does. So if you felt like there was a lot of repetition, that's kind of the point with Hebrew poetry. They state an idea and then they restate it and kind of go around uh, an idea multiple times, at least twice. Sometimes if they're really trying to stress it, they might um, say something as many as four times in in a different way. But uh, the whole idea is you have this statement, reflection, statement, reflection. And we'll we'll get into the content more uh, next week, starting on Monday. In our prayers today, we we pray for the church, pray for your pastor, for the staff, um, pray for the needs of your fellow church members. Um, think about parents and children, youth, elderly, the ill, the dying, um, and uh, we'll raise them before the Lord. And after we've done that, we will pray the Lord's prayer together. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for our churches. We thank you for those homes that we um, come to where normally we're able to gather in order to hear your word and receive your sacraments. We pray, Lord, that you would bless the congregations that we are part of and that you would guide them and lead them through these difficult times. We pray that you would lift them up and help them to be a light during this time of darkness and confusion, uh, that they would be a source of comfort and hope in the time of fear and uncertainty. We pray, Lord, for pastors, and we ask, Lord, that you would give them an extra portion of your spirit to help them to lead and to guide. And we pray for the staff as they're interacting with members of of our church, that, that they would be able to also be an encouragement and that their spirits would be lifted up by your promises and your comfort that works in them. And we pray, Lord, for all of our church members. There are many different needs out there, people in different parts of life. And we ask, Lord, that you would meet them in their time and that you would guide them and bless them and protect them. Give parents wisdom. Give children uh, the, uh, the gift of growth. Help the youth to have the gift of growing up and learning and having the joy of the energy of youth. We pray, Lord, for the elderly, for the ill and the dying, and we ask that you would be with all who maybe feel death's breath a little more closely than usual. And we ask, Lord, that you would be with the single people in the congregation and that you would fill them with joy and that you would help them to use their gifts and ability to your glory. We ask, Lord, that all that we do at our church would glorify you and help people to know your love and forgiveness. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with every good that you may do his will, working in us that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Have a blessed day. We'll be back this evening, and you could join us for an evening devotion. God bless and keep you.